Hey guys, welcome back. Slinging Stones podcast brought to you by Thrive Ministry. Um, so this one's a special, this one's a special little podcast. So <clears throat> we are actually going to be promoting our Christmas drama at our church. This is Jesus. So his name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. I'm You're sorry. Right. His name is Jesus. Uh, that's my bad. Whoa. You're going to get beat up. Good <laughs> gracious alive. So um, Luke, welcome back. Luke's the co-founder. So he's, uh, he's with us all the time. Luke, how you doing? Man, I'm fat and happy, man. If I was any better, I'd have to sit on my hands so I wouldn't wave them around. <laughs> well, there's a lot of commotion in the background, but it's because we're finishing up drama practice. We figured this would be kind of a cool little thing, but right across from us, we got Garrett, and Garrett is, he fills in with the band. He does the sound booth here at the church, but he is uh, John the Baptist right now right. in this in this place. So j- what, a, what we want to do is we want to kind of give what our listeners, what they're going to hear, and maybe they're going to show up, but... So when you were given the role of John the Baptist, what was the thought process behind it preparing for it? Was it not even a thought? Was it easy? What was going through your mind when you were asked to do John the Baptist? Uh, so last year was the first year that we, we did His Name is Jesus, and I was John the Baptist as well last year. When Miss Darlene asked me to be John the Baptist, my, thir- my first thought was, sure, why not? I didn't. It was just a, an automatic reply, yes, I didn't really think about it, but Leading up to the play, I really got to study what John the Baptist did, who he was as a person in that era, and it the lines really just they kind of spoke for themselves when it when I say there's one who will come that is greater than I am, and I didn't at first I didn't really think that was very biblical, but when I did a study on it, John the Baptist was the guy that they went to for their spiritual leadership and that's when it it clicked with me like okay it takes a lot of like being humble about who he was to say there's one who is who will come that is greater than i am and he knows it so leading to that it kind of put me in a mindset of like (laughs) i'm a nobody yeah and and that's what's crazy is is, so we're, we're talking about john the baptist in a Christmas play, a Christmas drama, and so that just automatically says this is not your typical Christmas drama. Right. So, so when you're reading the script and you see why is John the Baptist in here, you know, expound upon that. Yeah. So, the usual Christmas play is the nativity scene, being born in in Bethlehem and all that. But this is like his entire life backwards. So we're starting at his crucifixion, the day that prophecy was fulfilled that. There is one that will come and die for us to save us from our sins. And then it leads through his entire life, all of the the miracles, all of the the people that was just blaspheming him. I mean it was it's a it's something to really look at and listen to because when when you're doing it you do get sidetracked of like, all right, this is what I gotta do, this is my part and you don't really think of anything else but when you sit back and listen to everyone talk and the plays and the scenes going through it's kind of you're like wow like this is the real deal you you really get to to listen and see his life and it even though we're just performing his life i mean it's you you kind of put it into perspective of like this was a hundred thousand times worse for him because we're not we're not persecuted today. Yeah, here. 
exactly. like he was. I yeah. mean, and it kind of makes you think like I I gripe about spending three <laughs> hours at church after oh, yeah. church to yeah. to practice, and he lived thirty two, thirty three years of his life like this up until he was killed on the cross, hung on the yeah. cross. Yeah. So it's kind of like, man, it puts a different perspective into the Christmas story, into well, the no. real reason for the season. I love it. Great answer. Um, yeah, I know you're short on time, so you win the prize. You're the first ever interview, so yes. congratulations to that. So we'll hit you with a – you get that. So, um, But, no, Garrett, we definitely appreciate it. I know you're short on time, but uh, definitely appreciate it. We appreciate what we saw you do in the in – the, in, the river Jordan, but it's our baptism pool. Yeah. So, hey. I mean, hey, it works. Got to do what we got to do. Got to make water. what we make. That's exactly right. <laughs> so, Garrett, thank you, buddy, and uh, enjoy the rest of the day. Appreciate y'all having me on here. Yep. So, we just had Garrett on. Garrett was playing John the Baptist, but we're going to bring on Garrett's dad. The um, man. It's our pastor. The man. Uh, man. It's our pastor. It's it's Derek Devers, and, and there's only one. I mean, he's got to get one, too. So, I mean, why not? So. Hey. <laughs> But yeah, as man. as the pastor of the church, when this play was approached to you, you know, because Miss Darlene, we're hoping to have her on here in a little bit. But as this play was approached to you, what's the usually the thought process behind a play like this that is different? This is dynamic to a normal Christmas drama. Yeah. Well, she came to me two years ago, and when she had the, the vision, she had uh, the desire to come forth and, and put this together. But we decided at that point – that it was a lot bigger, it was going to be a whole lot more work than what we had time to put together. So uh, she worked on it for an entire year and uh, brought it forward last year. Not much input from me. Um, she did come to David and I, and, you know, if she had any questions about anything being unscriptural or, you know, anything being un, uh, out, of, out of kilter with the Word of God, then she would uh, – you know, she would question us about it. But as far as the input into it, we've uh, I've had very little. Yeah, well, and, and that's, you know, you've let the creative thing kind of just go around it, you know. And definitely you're going to make sure that's going to be on doctrine, it's going to be on theology, yes, that yes. it doesn't break the boundaries. But, you know, I, I think, you know, just looking at the sanctuary and seeing this, you know, you probably saw them build this all together. But just yeah. walking in this morning, I hadn't seen it. And I was like, oh, my goodness, I was telling you by the door over there. I was like, that's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I saw them put it together. When they first started putting it together, I was a little worried because it was just a bunch of uh, pallets stacked up, and I was thinking, man, how is that going to stand up? But, uh, yeah, so they you put You thought it was going to be another pallet wall church? <laughs> well, I could just see it tumbling down during the play, you know, with 500 well, who knew, people Who knew that here. Jerusalem was made, built out of pallets? I hate, dude. That's not in the Word of God. Uh, <laughs> God didn't tell us some things, you know. But, uh, yeah, I saw it coming together, and I saw these guys working hard, uh, putting it together. There was, uh, there was a lot of effort. I mean, you, you take uh, about six different guys, and, you know, for them to pull off something like this, pretty amazing. And yeah. they did it basically in one week. Because, yeah. you know, last Sunday we didn't have any of this up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and here we are today, and we not only have it up, but we've got, uh, you know, the – what do they call that? The mache look, paper mache. Oh, it, it looks like we got a rock wall yeah. sitting and, here. And boulder. notice that they, they kind of uh, airbrushed some of the colors on there. The yeah, for blacks and the white. Yeah, yeah. man. It's, it's incredible. Uh, it, it looks like real rock. It, it really does. Well, I have a question. Yes. You as a head pastor, this is your second year seeing this, being behind the scenes and the front man for – 
the uh, the altar call afterwards. How does it? How has it impacted your walk with Christ to see something like this and what it does to the congregation? Well, I think the the biggest thing is the commitment that the people put into it. Uh, you know, when you see when you see lay members of the church come together, volunteer their time, their efforts, and then you look at yourself as as someone on staff, on paid staff. You know, it encourages you. I mean, you know, it encourages you to, uh, to number one, you're thankful, you're humbled by it, but you're also encouraged by it. And, um, you know, it, uh, it, it really has impacted me in that way. Um, as far as my part in the end of it, bringing the uh, invitation, um, I don't really plan those invitations. I just kind of let them happen. And uh, just, you know, because that, the invitation is the most important part of the service. So I just depend on the Holy Spirit to kind of lead me through that part. Yeah, no, this this is my second year seeing it. My first year being this deep involved in it because all three of my kids are in it. Um, I know this is one of the plays that the gospel presents itself yeah. in a very, very unique way. Yeah. Uh, the Last year when I saw it, I, I can honestly say when it started with the crucifixion, I was thinking, I thought this was Christmas, not Easter. <laughs> and and the way it ends with uh, – Asking what his name is. Oh yeah, that's and great. His name is Jesus. I, I'm at, that's a powerful scene. I oh, mean, yeah. it's. Uh, but yeah, you asked me how it has impacted me. Um, it, it's just making me. I'm just so proud of the people that's worked so hard to put all this together, and I'm even more proud of the fact that they haven't asked me to help with the uh, the legwork. That, that means a lot to me because I'm here every day, and they're here every day, mm. and yet they've given me. Uh, They've given me the freedom to to study and research and do the things that I have to do to put together sermons for Sunday. Yeah. Well, we definitely appreciate you sitting down. We know you're at a time crunch, too, just yeah. like Garrett was. Yeah. But, no, we appreciate it. We appreciate your support of, of this ministry as well as the ministries that are all around this church. Yeah. Well, let me say this, too. You guys, uh, when y'all first started this, uh, you know, it started with a dream. And, and uh, you guys have taken this thing and made it pretty big. I mean, look at you. you you've got, we got a website now. Man, you are for real. <laughs> we um, look, I'm glad they can't look at me because I have a face for podcasting. Well, yeah, you do. I've got a radio face. <laughs> you do. You do. And, uh, well, you know, the, the truth will set you free. I mean, it does. Yeah, and, and I yeah. revel in it. Yeah, I've got a, <laughs> We can't all just be a stunning man like you, Pastor. Well, Ooh. you know what? You, you, I mean, to what, attract what dimes, you've got to be a quarter. Hey, you may yeah. want to leave on the compliment. Mm. To attract <laughs> a dime, good look, I will say this for your wife: to attract a dime, mm-hmm. you have to be a dollar. So, that's, oh my goodness gracious, that's, that's good stuff. Nobody brought waiters, Luke. That's good, stuff. <laughs> good job, guys. Appreciate so, y'all. Thanks, yes, sir. Pastor. Thank you. All right. So as we're waiting on, we're, we got Caleb coming up now. Um, Caleb's our main man. I mean, he is the character. Jesus himself. He is Jesus himself in this play, and Caleb. Uh, at our church, he is um, he is our youth minister. He is a guitar player. He's a man of many talents. Many, many, many. Don't talents. say that. Don't say that. Listen, uh, I will say this about him and his family: the three of them that get on our stage regularly have oh, more talent in their fingernail clippings than I have whatever. in my entire what, bloodline. Whatever, I, I play the whatever. jaw harp like nobody's business. Hey, look, I sing. Oh, I sing <laughs> just like George Strait in the shower. Well, so so we've got to. Do you have ocean proper oceanfront property in Arizona? Every time the drain backs up. Yeah. <laughs> so we've got to ask the question. So you you were asked to play Jesus, 
you're asked to narrate this entire thing and and you know this is two years that it's been it's been going on and i tell you what there's parts that still i know it's coming but it still gives goosebumps what's the thought process going through your head and you preparing for this role so (laughs) the thought process is don't mess up yeah like this is this is the most important thing that you could ever do is tell the life story of Jesus Christ and to tell it accurately and to tell it true. Does that make sense? Yeah. And so my thing is I don't want to mess up. I do not want somebody to go home questioning certain things of what happened because of me. I don't want them to, to question their salvation because of me. Mm. Um, I want them to question their salvation because they heard the gospel for the first time. I want them to do that. Yeah. I don't want them to question it uh, because of the part that I play. Um, and I don't want people to see me. I want them to actually see Jesus. Um, and I want, I want, I just want to be a good representative of them. So, you know, I asked the question to Garrett, but as, as you're preparing for this, you know, this ain't the typical Christmas drama. It's right. got, right. It, and I'm not going to give it away, but when you're, when you see like John the Baptist and you see an adult you know, Jesus for a Christmas drama. Yeah. yeah it's like, it's a like, whoa. But yeah. you know, when you see that and, and you know, it, it it's brilliantly, brilliantly put together in a way that just, I'm not, I'm not going to lie the the whole, the whole scene of you being tested in the wilderness, unbelievable. Yeah. I love that scene. Yeah. I really do. It just it puts goosebumps down my down my spine. Yeah. We won't get too much into it because I do want people to come out and see it. But um but yes, it is there's some parts that are so hard because you want to get lost in the moment. Yeah. Um but then there's also some other things is it's it's one of those things where we've done it so much we just kinda get lost in, in each other. We know we know each other and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, it's, it's, this is the hardest thing that I think that I've ever done, mm. um, is cause I want to make sure that it's, I'm a perfectionist. I want to make sure it's perfect. I want to make sure it's, it goes, it flows really well. Um, I just don't want, like I said, y'all, I don't want somebody to come here and just not, somebody to come and just have second thoughts on this old Jesus thing. I want them to come in like, yes. Well, your, your answer to this and Andy's question is a perfect segue into mine. Um, You know, you've talked about your role as, as Jesus and the importance and the gravity of that. How do you, how do you mentally and spiritually prepare yourself for the magnitude of that role. So there's a lot of lines that I have to say, right? I have the most lines out of everybody because it's a story about Jesus and I'm here sitting here playing Jesus. Um, I have to know the scriptures. You, you have to know the Bible stories, right? We have to know these things. We have to know about Zacchaeus. We have to know about, about blind Bartimaeus. We have to know about the woman lame coming in and seeking Jesus out and, and be wanting to be healed. We have to know about Jesus overthrowing tables in the temple. We have mm-hmm. to know this kind of stuff. We have to know what happened. We have to know what he said. So we have to, we have to update ourselves on the scriptures. We have to make sure that everything that we're saying is coming straight from the word of God. Yeah. Um, and so... There's some things that I can take liberties in because I know the scriptures, because I know the stories, because I know um, I've read the Bible. Mm. So um, 
that's where I come in spiritually because I have prepared myself um, spiritually for that. I know everything. I'm also, y'all don't see it, but <laughs> behind the tomb, I'm sitting there praying the whole entire first scene because I do not, I don't want to, if I can say this, screw up anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to mess up. Well, you know, that's some of the famous words of uh, our head pastor here is, Hey, don't, 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 don't screw, screw up. up. Yeah. Or he says, don't suck. Don't, yeah. don't, yeah, don't, don't, suck. don't sugarcoat it. Yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I mean, it, it is, it is really, really cool to see you take on. Cause I mean, I, I mentioned the Luke just sitting back here in the dark. I was like, Man, that's a lot to memorize, and oh, you've done an unfl- unbelievable. I don't job. know if I've memorized it all yet. <laughs> no, you've done a great job. Just and you know, it just seeing the different scenes, seeing you know the actors play off of each other yeah. because there's some funny stuff, but there's some serious stuff, and you know, it is from from start to finish. Yeah. To me, it is hands down mm-hmm. around here. It is something to see. Oh, definitely, definitely. And, um, you know, we might have a Southern draw here or there doing this about, about Surely a Surely you're not talking about in, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> about, <laughs> about a play that's based in Israel, but, you know. Um, South Israel. It is, it is, uh, it, it is something to see. And it's one that, that we get such joy out of doing it every year. Yeah. Um, so I, I beg everybody to come see it. Because you're you're going to get a blessing. You're going to leave with something. You're going to leave with something just kind of catchy or something just on your heart about Jesus, about all of this stuff. So, well, we definitely appreciate you sitting down, Absolutely. doing a great job. We're excited about what's going to happen next Saturday um, and next Saturday and Sunday because there's two showings on it, and we're yeah. just it's coming up. up. It. It's coming up fast. There's three yeah. showings actually. Two three on showings. Saturday so, and one on no, there's one on, one on Saturday, Saturday, two on Sunday, two on Sunday. So. Mm-hmm. maybe at all of them. Yeah, I mean, I, it's free. I, I think I have to be on all of them. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much coming if, to all if of them. If you don't come so. to one, I'm not coming to that one. Okay. I'm just kidding. I'll, <laughs> so. I'll, I'll text you and let you know. Okay. Well, I'm not going to come to the one on Saturday morning. Well, Caleb, thank you so much <laughs> for our, Well, Caleb, we, we appreciate Thanks, your buddy. hard work, your dedication, and, and oh, just the, the amount of effort and, and ability you've put into this uh, role. Um, well, thank you. I so. appreciate it. And on a side note, man, I appreciate, we appreciate having kids involved in the children's and youth program. All that you pour into our kids on top of this, on top of what you do for the church Thank you. and the worship band, we appreciate it, man. Thank you well, very absolutely. much. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. All right. Thank you, fellas. Yes, sir. Thank you. So as Caleb, uh, as he goes on, I know he's probably ready to get home and kind of hang out and just chill. Um, so this play is next Saturday and Sunday. So next Saturday at 630, um, we, you come in here, it's free, or it's 6, I'm sorry, 6 o'clock next Saturday, and then Sunday morning, we're going to do a Sunday morning and then a Sunday evening. But our next person we're going to interview, she she's, she may have the most talent in the whole church. Um, so this is Liz Crow. Liz is our worship leader, but she's also playing Mary. And she was a really good Mary in the Christmas pl- parade, too. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was such a good Mary. I didn't throw peppermints at her. She was double Mary. She's oh, double Mary. So... Um, <laughs> may, just get a little bit closer. You'll be good. Um, right. But no, um, so... You know, this you didn't play Mary last year. Correct. Um, so what was the thoughts when approached as being Mary for this? You've seen it all play out last year. You saw the mm-hmm. play, and then this year it's, oh, we, we want you to be Mary. So w- what is the feelings behind it? What is the thought process in preparing for it? 
Uh, yeah, so I was approached at our, um, I think, our first of the year, Church of the Park. Um, and so last year, it's kind of a funny story. So last year, I was a mourner in the play, and I kind of doubled a lot of, um, I guess you can say, uh, roles. So I helped Darlene a lot, and I was in the tech a lot, and mm-hmm. then I did my part. Um, so I think being approached to it, um, I... I kind of doubted myself because I was like, one, why do you want me to play Mary? Because one, I don't have a child. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, that's a big part of who Mary is because mm-hmm. obviously she's chosen to carry God's child. And uh, for me, never to have, you know, bore a child, um, not yet. And I just, it was a big decision, but I think um, I knew that God wanted wanted me to be used in that way for some odd reason. Yeah. But I think that it's super cool that... Um, you know, I was asked and I really hope I do the part justice because <laughs> it's a big part. Well, do you think when, when you see a Christmas, when you, or when you think about a Christmas play, you think nativity scene, you think, all right, now we got to get some livestock. We got to get some hay, Yeah. you know, but you, you know, you hear John the Baptist, you hear, you know, all these different roles. Mm-hmm. You, this is not typical, you know, this thing's laid out completely opposite of what a Christmas drama is. Correct. Correct. And I think that's the brilliance of it. I mean, last year, I mean, it packed the house. Uh, mm-hmm. Most, most, no, I think every night. I mean, I, I was in the play last year, but yeah. you know, just you know, from and it, from a standpoint of you get on stage every Sunday morning and you, and you worship. Mm-hmm. Um, so where does tell me the difference in this worship being in the play and it's it's a form of worship, mm-hmm. uh, how we portray and how we you know act out you know. Jesus is alive, Jesus is ministry, mm-hmm. and whatever Christmas drama and Christmas, um, you know, thing you're doing, mm-hmm. but this form of worship to that form of worship, what's different about it, and how? what's the differences in the hardest parts and the easiest parts of this worship to that worship? Yeah, um, I think, personally, I don't want to say there's much difference, because, I mean, worship is worship, mm-hmm. like, our worship is literally the definition of worship is just showing adoration and love to God and to Jesus. And, um, I think that the only difference it may is like you're preparing, like we've been preparing since August. Yeah. And, um, like I've been preparing in my car, this one song that I have to sing at the beginning of, I like every time I get in the car by myself, I'm practicing this yeah. song. Um, and every time I buy myself at my house, I uh, put it on and I, um, Um, practice and you know there's just a lot of preparation that goes into this and you know I every from week to week from what I do um I do prepare you know months in advance or a month or a week depending Mm -hmm. on what it is but I think just the just the preparation and um you know you have your normal I guess you can say your core people here every Sunday but I think the outreach that this is going to bring this to this church I mean you're gonna have you know you're going to have believers and non-believers. Mm-hmm. I mean, you may have different dom- denominations coming here, and it's um, which is no bad thing because we're all one, in, you know, united in Jesus Christ. But I think that it's you know leading that worship is like regardless of, you know, regardless of denomination or regardless of if you believe in Jesus or not. This gospel, this. Um, I'm sorry, did I cut off? Somewhere we cut off. Something happened. Something I lost happened. you for a second. Hang on. Time out. Try one more time. It's the first time we've had technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. Hang on. Let me try this. 
Luke, you're not entertaining us at all. Try one more time, Liz. Oh, what, what is the world going on? Once you hit we got like there. Weird connection. Try that. Check one, two. There we hey. go. Hey. It's, bound to, it's bound to happen hey, with Liz this, is, this is what happened when you give Rednecks electronics. <laughs> so. Uh, no, but just like regardless, what I was saying was, you know, regardless of denominations or if you believe in Jesus or not, this is going to be presented. I went out again. I think. Just went out again. Yeah, man. I don't know what's going on with that mic. It's. I think it's the connection there in the back. So hold on. That's the great right. thing about Woo. those, right there. There we go. Okay. So uh, regardless if you believe in Jesus or not, or, you know, you've been a believer for 50, 55 years, it's it's still the gospel being presented, and it's still a powerful way. And I think just the difference of preparing for, you know, worship in this sense is, you know, this is basically our worship mm-hmm. of this cast to show um, non-believers and believers that this is the life of Jesus, and it can change you. Exactly. Well, Liz, we definitely appreciate it. I, I hate that we. Oh, Luke's got a question. Yes. <laughs> okay. I had to raise my hand. I don't, since, know, you know, I don't know what's going on over here. Okay. I'm gonna work on this while you're talking. Here's my question. It's like you know, as Andy was talking about, you have multiple roles in the church. You're a worship leader. You do some behind the scenes stuff. You've got a lot going on in your personal life. You and Caleb have had. A, you know, y'all just moved. All these things going on, and then you get asked to be married. And I would personally say the the role of Mary is the second biggest role in this play, aside from Jesus himself. And you mentioned not being a mother and how that, how that, you know, you wondered about that. The flip side to that question to me is what has it made you think about and possibly anticipate as far as becoming a mother? Um, I think definitely just the, um, just the mothering nature of Mary, um, because she was there since the beginning. It wasn't like, you know, somebody just walked up on the life of Jesus. And, like, Mary is with Jesus to the end. Like, from the beginning and to the end, she saw it all. And I think it's just, um, you know, um, me as a person um, in my life, you know, preparing to be a mom and dreaming to be a mom, um, I have, you know, generational curses in my family that I want to break. And I think, you know, Mary, she knew, you know, Jesus and she knew his name and she knew what God, this was God's son in her, you know, in her body. But I don't think she realized how much he was going to change the world or what impact it was. And I think that, you know, one day, you know, if whenever, you know, God blesses me to be a mom, whether it's fostering or if it's biological or adoption, I think that just knowing that the impact that she had on Jesus and what she had inside of her to change, you know, every generation to come, she like what she had birthed changed everything. And, you know, to have that um, kind of just to think about like my child one day can change and, and, you know, bring revival not only to this community, but to this nation, to this world. Like, it's it's not just, you know, another little baby. Like, God, you know, formed Jesus in the womb, and He's and he forms every baby in the womb. And, you know, giving them a specific purpose and to go alongside of that child and basically um, I just give him the, the, the tools and the belief and disciple him. Um, I mean, she didn't really necessarily didn't have to disciple him because he was God himself. But I think just the um, just the mothering nature and being there for him to the you know from the beginning to the end, um, and being able to see her son you know rise again and 
what is, you know, he was the resurrection. And so it was just, it's special in that way to kind of connect with her to, you know, one day when God brings that season to my life that, you know, it brings a new perspective. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you know, and I think that Christians really discount how much one person can change the world, change the entire world. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus came with the mission and his divinity, but Ultimately, the 12 men that he left Correct. behind to carry Correct. the gospel mm-hmm. set the world on fire. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's a very interesting perspective on it. Thank you for that. Yeah, Thank for you. sure. Yeah, we want all these, you know, big churches and mega churches. And we want to, we definitely want to grow, but the world changed with 12 disciples that's and right. one man. So, yeah, it's not quantity, it's quality. That's right. So. Thank you. Well, Liz, we definitely appreciate it. We're sorry it just the third Mike decided to play games, but um, but thank you, Liz, and we look forward to seeing you next Saturday in the uh, in the drama. Um, and I believe we got one more guy that's that's very special and dear dear to our heart. If he would step up here, I've got something for you when you put on this headphone. Uh oh, oh, we got a problem. We got two more. We got two more. We got a Roman soldier, guys. I'm sorry. What? Oh well, Soldier Di Ramo. Let let. Let, oh, let's see if it works. That was Bruce. Testing, testing. There's oh, Bruce. Hey, oh, Bruce. Bruce works. Right. Bruce, what is your part? I, I'm sorry. I have several parts. I oh. am um, arms, legs, <laughs> fingers, toes. <laughs> that too. <laughs> I'm part of the crowd. I am. Uh, um, well, we're part of the crowd too. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, great crowd too. Just the two of you make a crowd. Yeah. Uh, what are you trying to say? I'm just. Is saying, that a fat joke? No, not a fat joke. It's not a joke at all because I am fat. It's That's just serious a, it's just quantity. Oh, <laughs> oh. I'm also. In, Wait, uh, was that a fat joke? No, that's not a fat joke either. <laughs> Man, there's no food here. Y'all, I'm saying if you bring that's food in here, that's Andy's yeah, fault. That's a problem there. I already ate. Well, so that makes one of us. So, so Bruce, what 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 makes this different than? Most you've probably been a part of Christmas plays or Christmas dramas. What makes the difference in this one to the next one down the road at the other church? Well, it's not a uh, what I would call a playbook play. It's not something that somebody took from someone else and developed it and made it their own. It's something that started from scratch, and it's going from Christ as an adult backwards. Now look, don't give away the plot. So, but I I like just the whole the way it's set up, the whole organization. Uh, a lot of your Christmas plays, if you go to them now, you have a you have singing, you have this, you have that. We've got a little bit of everything. It's not just one particular thing. Well, you know, we can't we can't say, hey, don't give up the ending because read your Bible and you've got it. I mean, <laughs> everything that's in the play is in it's, it, it's exactly it's it was scripted. It is. it is scriptural. It is. Is that Absolutely. a word? Is that one of my President Bush words? It is uh, no. today. So I missed <laughs> I mispronunciated a word. That was ironical. Scripturation. So yeah. But so, you know, when so I, I think the best one of the best scenes in here that just makes me laugh and it makes me giggle every time is you and Fuzzy walking out of the sanctuary yelling over your shoulder while you're carrying tables because you're mad because Jesus doesn't come in there and kick your tables over. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, when uh, I was asked to do part of that, I, I got to looking and thinking how aggravated I would be mm. if somebody claiming to be this magnificent thing, like in Jesus's case, calling himself the Christ, would come in and tear up my workplace where I'm set up to work. 
I had permission from the priest. I had permission from the high priest. And you had all this set up for us to be able to work in there. And then yeah. somebody comes in and kicks over all my stuff and throws it everywhere. Yeah. I know how that would make me feel. So I, I try to put that. Put well, that you, you, can, you can say that you and Fuzzy, y'all have the acting ability or the teamwork ability in acting as Bert and Ernie. <laughs> Star, and, Starsky and Hutch. Ponce and John. <laughs> what, is the, what is the two chips actors? That's what I said, Ponce and John. Right, was that it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it is really cool to have, you know, so many people, they, they, they do develop multiple roles in the play and just the – understanding of where they need to be and and and, and it kind of gives you all you know ultimately if, we're, if you're sitting in the play and you're you you kind of get a feel of what it it was like back then yeah it does it really does it kind of gives you the idea i mean the whole thing of of the birth of christ and his life and his death and his resurrection it kind of gives you that general idea of specific idea nothing general about it but the specific idea of what he went through and you get to see that part of it in the crucifixion itself and i just think i think it is put together real well and it kind of gives you that feeling because I, I have not been able to sit and watch the whole play simply because i'm in the play but to go back and look at what we did last year you get a you just get a feel for it and it is it's a very emotional at least it was for me yeah, not it. This was the first time that I've seen it this year. I mean, I'm, I was in it last year, yeah. um, but still, as great as it was last year, it was really good last year. The props are just outstanding. Better that yeah. is, I'm still at awe that you can make paper look like <laughs> that. So we got some talented a, people in this church. I've got a question be. for you. Yes, sir. and if it's too personal, just kick me under the table and tell me to quit. <laughs> but um, I know the things that's been going on in your life. We've talked about it. We've prayed about it um, with your granddaughter. Mm -hmm. And then seeing this, the life of Jesus backwards mm -hmm. from adult to to infant, how has this, has, has this made you reflect on could you, would you give up your child for people that you know are going to scoff and hate? You know, that would be that would be very tough. You know, being a parent, as you know, uh, we have the tendency to want to take their pain and we want to step in front of whatever's causing them hurt and absorb all that so they don't have to go through it. Um, in this situation, um, you see where God sent his only son, Christ, and even Christ, when he's on the cross just before he dies, you get the feel and the sense that even he feels betrayed by his father because his father couldn't stand to look at the sin that he was bearing. So his father even turned away from him. Why have you forsaken me? To be able to sacrifice your own son, honestly, I think, and I wonder, or your own child, I, I, I don't know if I could do it because you have that tendency to want to protect them and save them from whatever. Well, I've always said that, you know, when it comes to feeling the true agape love of God, a parent to child, especially when they're babies, oh, yeah. is as close as you'll ever come. So, Absolutely. yeah, I, I, I've, I've contemplated that, you know, the same, the same question I just ask you. Could I do it? And I don't know that I could. I mean, you, I, I just really don't. I mean, you look at what Abraham did. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, it's throughout the Bible where people have sacrificed this or that 
be it themselves or their own family members. Um, that is a very difficult thing, and I don't know if I could do that myself. I really don't. I, I, as a matter of fact, I know I couldn't. Thank you. I would be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, we definitely appreciate you sitting down, Bruce. You mm-hmm. know, Bruce, uh, if you come to South Shelby, Bruce and I will be co-teaching a class. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't know if it'll be any good. Probably won't, but that's okay. I mean, but I'm going right. to be in there as part of something. Yeah, absolutely. Something. Will be. something. So, Maybe a dumpster will. fire. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, hold on, hold on. Should we, should we do it? Should we do, do it? it? Do it. Hold on, then. Should we what, do what it? What are you doing? It just it doesn't yeah, work that way. It couldn't help it. But, um, but no, but Bruce, we definitely appreciate it. And get home. Get. I know I know you've got two people waiting on you some at the house. Some baby snuggles. you got some baby snuggles. Hey, look, right that baby. Has 42 gallons of cheeks per side. I'm telling you what, buddy. She's not afraid to show them. Buddy. Oh, man, she's got cheeks. She she gets she gets uh, very vicious about that food. Uh, I mean, you know, that's why those cheeks stay like that. I, to, I told my wife that she looks like a How do you think like we deal with Luke? <laughs> well, hey, look, and I want you to tell Miss Kathy I did not mean to break the baby this morning. <laughs> It was incidental. She wanted me first. She Luke, did. How are we to grow this ministry if you're breaking babies? Well, look, she wanted me first, and, you know, I was going to snuggle babies, and then she realized I was ugly and, no, and wasn't she, having it. She was a, she was sleepy this morning. She was reaching out to reach out for Luke. Luke took her, and next thing you know, she starts crying. He gives her back you to were, me, and she starts crying. So You were you were part of that foreign nation called From Afar. Oh, look, I got caught. I got caught as soon as I gave her back. She's like, what'd you do to her? Yeah. That's what Miss Kathy comes. What'd you do to her? I, it was me. I'm That's sorry. Right. That's I'm going to go right. outside but, now. But, Bruce, we definitely appreciate it, and Thank we look you, forward Bruce. to next Saturday seeing you in your multiple personality roles. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm going to hey, take and, my meds that day. And thank you for everything that you do for our church Yes, body. sir. Appreciate hey, it, sir. I appreciate it. I appreciate what y'all are doing. Y'all are reaching a lot of people out there, whether you know it or not. Well, we, so we, we you we know, we have, that. I mean, you know, we've, we kind of jumped into interviews. We didn't even announce. We've got a website now. Sure. Oh, yeah. Huh? We've got a it took me three days to build, and it probably looks like a kindergartner did it, but dadgummit, there's a website out we there. We are that's semi-official. Right. Yeah. That's yeah, what the, I'm talking about. You might not know it, but right here at this we're table, a big thing. We're, we're a big we're thing. We're a big thing. thing. Luke's a big thing. thing. I'm kind of tiny. The only thing that's lacking are T-shirts. you got to have T-shirts. Ooh, yeah. I'm wearing a T-shirt. <laughs> don't 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 take it off. Come on. Don't, don't no. Now you can think about it. No. So, um, <laughs> don't do it. But, yeah, so, Bruce, thank you so much. we got one more special <laughs> guest, and, and he has his – I mean, he has his own absolute, like, section of show – Come on, get in here. He defines the I don't, word. There is no, there is Wait, no way where these the, are going to fit you. Where did the sun go? Oh my goodness gracious! What, there's no way these are going to fit you. Oh, they Stretch. did. Oh, oh I, where, where did? The, Quick, somebody go get some staples. As for Andy, Wait. <laughs> he spent that break hunkered in the shade. So intro. That's your there intro. is there is Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi himself. He eclipse. is live and in charge. What's up? So so. Mitsubishi is in charge with blocking the lights out when we need the room to go That's dark. Right. Um, Stopping everybody from seeing what's he, going on. He's, <laughs> he's, you know, I feel bad. You you could have helped carry that cross, and you you didn't. You just let that man. That's my job. Just to make him carry the cross. Make him carry it. Well, Jeff, you know, just seeing you kind of break out of your element because this is not your element what it you're doing not. in this play and right here that's that's that says the world that says you're growing i don't know about as a christian but we're gonna <laughs> I can't grow much we're, gonna, we're gonna take it by your demeanor we didn't mean physically dude okay yeah you'll yeah, bust, you bust they, out the room I said they don't make a bigger shirt 
Okay. No, they hey, look, I look, mean, look. I want Jennifer. <laughs> sorry, I've got, I'm gonna sidetrack here just for a second. We walked in the mall last week. Jennifer goes, "Oh, that's a nice shirt." I said, "Yeah, it's big and tall." And I, I go, "That's that's Evans. That's all Evans right there." Yeah, that thing would have wrapped me four times over. Yeah, but you shop at Baby Gap. I do sh- shop at Baby Gap. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You gracious. and Jadon, my son. Yeah, he's massive. He's though. massive. He's massive. My son um, announced that he was massive because he was wearing his little sister's shirt. I mean, I'm I'm trying to, you know, it's kind of weird just seeing a seeing a teenager walk around with Slides. two knobs on his toes. He's got toliosis. Toliosis. Uh, so, but Jeff, so. You were asked to be in the play. You didn't volunteer. That is correct. You were asked to be in the play. You're voluntold, weren't you? Well, yeah. That's better. Well, we, <laughs> and we'll, we'll talk about that here in a second. So when you're asked to do something like this, when you're, you know, I know your probably first response, as I know Jeff just so well, just talking to you so much, was probably, huh? I don't need a speaking role. Um, but what is, what's the thought process behind, you know, okay, I'm being asked to be in a part of a Christmas drama. Not a Christmas play because it's not based off the nativity or the birth. We've got the birth in it. But all these different aspects go into this play. But it's it's got to be a little bit, you know, is it overwhelming? Was it exciting? What what was the thought behind after being asked and then initially accepting? I, I would probably say more of an exciting thing for me because, like you said, is this way out of my element. I don't – I love people, but I'm not a attention person. Yeah, well, I mean, and, uh, I thought you did great. Thank you. <laughs> I thought you did really good. I mean, I watched the whole thing from back here. Me too. So, like every week for the last month. Well, I mean, you know, it it is nice to get out of your element because, you know, yeah. a lot of the times that's exactly what our call is for, is to break us out of the element that we think we're in and just put you in a very uncomfortable position. Well, that's when you can be really impactful is when you're outside of your comfort zone. You may, I mean, somebody could change their life for Christ because they see you. That's the example we got to be. No pressure. No pressure pressure at all. No. But look, I have a question. So you playing the role that you're you're playing, you know, you you watch Jesus carry the cross up there, and then you're one of the guys who picks him up and hangs him up on the cross. Have you sat and contemplated what that role represents? And how has it affected your life and your walk? I haven't. I, you know, you also wonder at the time that it did happen, how those men felt that would have to do that. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, the, the thought process of deep down inside, I believe they know they was doing something that was wrong. Um, the whole part of doing that and going, I'm really crucifying this man and I'm helping kill somebody who inside, I believe, they know was not the person they was portraying him to be. How has that affected your walk with Christ, just assuming this role? It, it's, it's making me want to study more about this part that I'm playing so I can be the best part, first best person for this part. That seems to be a pretty universal answer, is everybody that we've asked. It's, you know, when we ask them how it's affected them and, uh, in their personal life, it tells, it, they're saying, everybody's saying it's making them study more. Uh, about that person and and what their role was in the grand scale of things and the grand scheme of things because you know ultimately uh, those guys made a made a profession right there at the foot of the cross you know when they said that surely this man was the son of God that's a profession of who Jesus was 
and an acknowledgement of what what he was. And you know that's that's what it's all about. This this whole this whole drama and everything that we do behind these four walls is to show people who Christ is and get and show them that they need to profess that that they need to speak those words that you speak. And, and you know I, I find that very your your line your your few lines in there are some of the most impactful in the entire drama. And, and that's the part that uh, I believe when you when you listen to it and I, like I said I take it and I go home and I think about it. And that it's caused me to study a little bit more. Is that better? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you are. Oh, there I am. Uh, it helps me study a little more. The uh, biggie, the better example of what everyone needs to see, whether they're lost or whether even they're a believer, that do not understand what really happened that day on the cross. Well, consider this. Um, that Roman soldier's profession at the foot of the cross was the first profession after Christ died, yes. the very first one. Yep, very I, first. He set the tone. He felt weak too. There's a there's a lot to be said. I mean, those people that witnessed such a unbelievable event, they 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 saw. I mean, not just world history; they saw universal history. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's big, and for us to, for us to have the ability at at South Shelby Baptist and the honor to and the in the the means to do this such a high production i mean that's amazing and then you you sit there and you realize that leadership's bought in because leadership has allowed this whole stage to be taken up i mean it it actually drastically changed how the worship happened this morning Mm -hmm. we didn't have a drum set we didn't have a keyboard it was an acoustic set and it was cool oh yeah david alexander with that big old what do you call? Is that a cello? Is that a cello? That's a cello. That's a cello. He was cello. He was zipping it with the little stick and fuzzy with his pat box down there. See, Celia's yelling at us, saying "upright bass." Up, it's upright bass, not a cello, Mitsubishi. Yeah, I stand corrected. You, you, it's you, upright you, bass. You, hold on. You, you have went from <laughs> you have went from an eclipse to a mirage just like that. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, but no, as as we finish up, Jeff, we do we definitely do appreciate your time, your effort in in this right here, and you know this is one way you know we at Thrive we this is one way we want to promote. This is something that we are feel passionately about. We've got a little bit of vested interest with family and friends involved, but you know if if somebody gets saved or somebody comes to know Jesus through this play, through these productions of this play, that's, that's all that matters. One person, one person. So, you know, we definitely, um, we definitely want to see a ton of people here. We definitely want to see, you know, the activity, the buzz about it. And, you know, this is the best time to promote a week before we are, it's crunch time now. I think it y'all is. got like thirty-five practices Game this week. 30, thirty-five in the next three days. Oh, well, you got to do film study so, at some point. So, so uh, another thought: if if I can get my thoughts back right here, well, you know what? My mind just <laughs> it just zipped out. I don't know where it went. Oh, oh wait, no, I got it. You know, you're talking about the leadership buying in here at our church. Look at how much of our church leadership and staff is actually participating. Oh yeah, the participation level in this is. I mean, you know, I'll say it like this. I, I can't think of any other single event, maybe trunk or treat, that so much of our leadership from our, our deacons, our elders, our staff members, and our pastors are physically involved in it. 
not behind the scenes making sure traffic gets parked and people get greeted, um, but actually physically involved. It's crazy. I mean, the, the amount of people that I mean, it was like almost like a church service here this afternoon. Oh yeah. So I mean, it it's it's really really cool. But um, no, guys, as we as we close up um, this special episode, it it it, it is our first interviews um, ever. Which is even though cool. the sun was kind of blotted out, even though the sun was blotted out, we're all going to go home without a burn. Thanks, thank Thanks, you, buddy. Thank you. That can be used for something. As for Andy, he spent that break hunkered in the shade. So, so Jeff, thank you so much, Jeff. You can get home. I mean, you, I know you got to get. I know you're hungry. Now, if we can that, just that get ba- the long that barbecue here. plate, that barbecue plate was not enough. I know. Skeddy, it was. Um, oh, skeddy. I'm sorry. Skeddy. So as we wrap up, thank you, brother. Um, as we wrap up um, this this episode, want to just kind of update on a few things. So, first of all, we have a website now. Ta-da. Um, well, you ta-da. Didn't, oh, oh, you oh, didn't hit the clapping oh, hands or goodness nothing. Gracious, what am I doing? Get all this fancy schmancy what am I doing? stuff. What am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. Clap, clap hands, clap hands. Hercules. Hercules. Um, so the website is www.thethriveministry.com. Um, you go there, it probably won't look great. Like I said, it looks like a kindergartner got a hold of it. And, you know, I tried to make it look good. I tried to make it look stylish. Um, you know, <laughs> look, a lot of really great things were drafted on a cocktail napkin with an ink pen. So, but the cool thing about the ministry website is we can. You can contact us for booking and engagements. You can contact us for information. You can subscribe. We're going to start sending out an email list and all that sort of stuff. That's part of the 2023 goals. Um, and then, you know, you can find our podcast. We have a podcast section where you can go and find every podcast. It's got a click link to our Facebook page. It's got a click link to Spotify and Apple Podcast. Um, we've got to get an about section where – Luke takes goes to glamour shots with his family and gets an uh, you know glamour shot so we I'm can glam, all look pretty. I'm glamming it up, baby. Uh, Celia, you got to go to glamour shots and get a family picture. Um, just leave the Jadon at home. He, um, it'll be too massive. <laughs> we would have to hire take up the whole camera with would, your arm. We would have to hire a helicopter to get That's a family right, photo. With a him. drone shot. Um, so you know. We're going to do it about, it's all going to, it's going to grow. It's, you know, we have the ability to edit as much as possible. Um, but so the website's there, the website's there for y'all to learn about us, you know, book us, whatever you need to do. But the Facebook page is there as well. Um, you could email Luke and I um, just off to the side. If you just don't want to go to the website and you want to email Andy at thethriveministry.com or Luke at thethriveministry.com. Um, the Facebook page is there. You can hit us up through there. You can book. There's a book now click button on Facebook. We will take that too. We'll contact you and kind of see how you're doing. Um, but let's, I guess let's promote this thing. Um, next Saturday, December 18th, 17th, 17th, 17th at 6 PM at South Shelby Baptist church is in Shelby, Alabama on highway 145. You'll see a bunch of cars. Get here, early. Um, get here early because it will pack out. Um, it's gonna. We got our showing at six. Should be over by seven thirty. I think it's an hour long, so it's not going to take too much of your time. And it's free. You can't get better than free ninety nine. Free ninety nine. Free ninety nine. If you can't make it Saturday night, if you're taking your honey out on a date, come Sunday morning. That's just as good. Sunday morning, we're going to do it all over again. That's right. 
And then Sunday night, we're going to do it all over again. Free 99 every time. And that's the last, that's the last appearance. That's that the is, curtain that call. Is, that is it. the curtain call. Um, so come support this group, this, this unbelievable group that's out here. They've had a lot of practices. They've put in a lot of time. Just seeing what this this decorations and all the props and everything, that's unreal. It's a pretty big production so, for um, little little small town church. No, and then um we also want to promote one more thing. Um so you'll find on our webpage, uh, in the news slash event section, you'll find our upcoming speaking engagement. So we have been asked to speak at South Shelby's men's conference in February, on February eighteenth, uh, starting at Five? Five's the dinner? I think so. Five's a barbecue sandwich dinner, or as it says on the flower, pulled pork sandwich. Pulled pork I like sandwich. Bar- I like saying barbecue. So, starts at five. Doors are going to open up at like, um, what time? Oh, my goodness. Why, why Why? can I not remember any of this? I always remember it until you ask me, and then it just flutters away. So, I'm sorry, guys. Let me look at my phone. Let me see. Okay. So, Okay. So service begins at 6. Doors will open at 5.40. The pulled pork sandwich meal or barbecue meal will be at 5 p.m. It is going to be in our main sanctuary. So when doors open, music and worship will happen, and then you'll get graced by mine and Luke's presence on the stage. Fair Um, warning. Fair warning. We're not as pretty as we sound. No, I have a face for podcasting. We're not as pretty as we sound. I know we sound handsome and just... Awesome, but we're really not. Dapper is how we sound. Dapper. 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 Dapper Dan, man. Dapper Dan. Um, and then the main speaker of the night is Terry D. Swain. I think he's from Georgia. Georgia. Um, we, he, he's going to rock the house. He's going to bring the word. But that's coming up in February. But um, we're just super excited about what 2023 has for us and has, you know, what we can look towards. Um, and I, I, I definitely appreciate Luke's family sitting here and being very patient with us as we're finishing up the podcast because I know by now I would probably be getting a evil eye from my group. Well, I'm half blind, so it doesn't matter. I wouldn't know it if they were. I can see. But you don't have to tell me. I mean, Lexi's looking at me right now going, if you don't hurry up, I'm going to smack you. But Lexi smiles because she has no idea what's going on. That's true, too. Lexi, <laughs> but, I love you. But, no, on a serious note, you know, we, we've we've had all these these talks with these people and – and what this drama is about, and the, the drama is about spreading the gospel. And, you know, one of the things that we've started doing, or we started doing when we started this podcast, was we don't, we're not going to, uh, we're not going to end this without sharing the gospel. So I'm going to leave you with John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son, that whosoever believed in him would not perish but have life everlasting. And that is the gospel personified in one verse, that Jesus came and he died once for all. He died for you. He died for me. You know, as we've talked about in this podcast many times before, it's that 99 and one thing. So if you're listening to this and you're in a position to where uh, you don't know Christ and you want to come to know Christ, there are no magic words. There's no special prayers. There's, there's nothing special that you can say. Other than, you know, the Bible says that if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, that, you know, God's faithful to meet you where you are and save you from a sinner's death. And that is exactly what this podcast is is about 100%. That's what this drama is about 100%. And that is what this holiday season that we're in is about 
100%. You can't have any of these things that we talk about. It, this drama would just be another play with people acting if it weren't for the sacrifice of Christ and what he did for you and what he did for me. Or, you know, maybe you're in, in a spot where you know Christ and you've kind of fallen away and drifted away and you're ready to come home like the prodigal son. Well, again, you know, as the scripture says in the story of the prodigal son, that when the father saw his son from afar, he didn't wait till he walked up to the house and then scold him. He ran to him. Oh, yeah. He embraced him mm-hmm. as dirty and nasty as this kid was, as dirty and nasty as we are. He's going to run to you. He's going to embrace you, and he's going to love you like a father loves a son, like a father loves a daughter. So let today be the day that you come home. Either way that you come home, whether you whether it be the first time you've entered the Father's house or the 50th time you've come home, let today be the day you come home and make a commitment to Christ. Exactly. Um, so as we close out, um, well, I'll close out in prayer, and then we'll, uh, we'll finish off the episode, and we definitely hope to see some listeners here at uh, South Shelby next Saturday or next Sunday. Yeah, no uh, spit wads, please. No spit wads. Um, just bring your best behavior. Pretend your grandma's with you. Save the rowdy stuff for the men's conference. Yeah, save it. It is called Survivor. It is called Survivor. All right, so let's close out and I'll pray us out. God, thank you for today. Thank you for just the blessings, the opportunities just to glorify your kingdom, to uh, be a part of just an awesome uh, church body, a body of believers uh, that puts on such a great drama that just does nothing but glorify and honor you. God, we just pray that each and every person listening, each and every person that has that 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 hears this, that they um, that they hear you through through Luke and myself and through our ministry. And God, we pray that if there's one that is, that is listening that doesn't know you, that they come, that they come to know you, or they fear the pier- they feel the piercing um, to get to know you and get to know you better, and then that they come to you um, and give their life to you. God, we pray for just safekeeping as we go throughout our week. We go throughout the season. We pray for all those that are hurting, upset, you know, depressed, and, and you know, whether it's health, financial, that, that whatever they're going through, they can look to you and not dive into um, other means to try to satisfy those feelings or those hurts. Uh, but, God, we just, we're just so thankful for the opportunity to be a part of such a great ministry, to be a part of um, each other's lives as Luke's family and my family are a part of our lives as much as we are together. Uh, we're just so thankful for these opportunities, and we're just uh, it's truly, truly a blessing, and we don't take it for granted. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Guys, y'all have a great week, and thrive on.